0: We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before.
1: One, two, three. Listen, you gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I th-
2: you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help. You can get a roadmap. You can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. <laughs> welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Value Add Podcast with. K and K, Crystal and Kenny. Today we have Gretchen Camp on the show, and we met Gretchen through social media. Actually, she is a branding specialist, and she helped design the logo and the branding for two of our companies now. And we just think she is so amazing. So, um, welcome, Thank Gretchen. You. Thank you. I'm really excited I to be here. Three, three, I guess. Three yeah. companies. Okay. Yeah. See, I can't use that. <laughs> Yeah. So many things. Um, But yeah, so Gretchen's awesome and we just wanted to invite Gretchen here today to kind of talk about how she sees branding. Um, She really has a vision and I think she can help anybody's business um, take it to the next level. So how did you even get started in branding?
0: Um, Yeah. So I went to San Diego State. That's what brought me down to San Diego. And uh, my major was graphic design. And the last um, couple semesters, you kind of start getting to pick and choose more specifically in the graphic design field, what you want to study. And I just immediately gravitated towards it. Um, It just seemed really creative to me. It seemed a lot more interesting than other areas like editorial, where it's a lot of, um, you know, layouts and stuff like that. I just, I I was just drawn to it. And so I focused on that um, my senior year at SDSU, and then um, just that's kind of how it started.
1: Yeah, hey, because you kind of have like a, you're like naturally, you know, it's like, because we were looking around, we were, mm-hmm. and as soon as I saw your, um, like even probably her Instagram page, I was like, in her the designs, I was like. That's what we're looking for. Like I yep. just, you know, it just kind of clicks. Awesome. So <laughs>
0: That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I think it's kind of it must be kind of natural for you cuz a lot of people try to do branding and marketing right. and like that stuff. Right. It's not it's not easy. It really isn't. Right. So Well, I would say like one of the
2: things that we learned and I would think, you know, hopefully you agree is like When you're looking at doing branding or a logo, you really kind of have to find somebody who has like a similar vibe and style to what you like. Yes, that's definitely important. And I think there are people, you know, there are
0: definitely other designers who I feel are very talented, but they have maybe a different style than I do. And so that's definitely something to consider. And I always would recommend to a potential client, um, you know, make sure you look at their portfolio before you hire them. It doesn't matter if they've, you know, worked at the best job or they have the best references. Like you want to make sure that the aesthetic is on point for whatever it is that you're trying to
2: do. And I think Similarly, too, I think because we've come a long way, like we've never done marketing in our business and that's why we're trying to kind of step up <laughs> our game. We've been like probably as b- about as bad as you could possibly be. We'd yeah. get like a zero. If we could write a effort. book,
1: if we could write a book, like we're suck at marketing or we never do anything, we'd probably have like the best selling book. But we were, always
2: <laughs> we were always super lazy too about it. Like my, I think my first logo was designed by his friend, uh-huh. like before he even got big. Now he works for like Microsoft or something. So we paid like a couple hundred bucks and right. we didn't want to pay any money. It was like, like that's yeah. like the last thing we wanted to spend money on and yeah kind of now looking at it it's so stupid because you're like this is the thing that you're going to keep with your business for probably a decade sure. yeah, and this That's is- Always my goal is 10 years yeah yeah you said that and now it's like yeah stuff because- your head. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: no i agree because i think people do like you probably deal with that like people do cheap out on certain things and one for of them's sure. like what, what what does the brand matter what does the image matter mm-hmm. and i think people that hire you or what people that they because they care they give a shit yes. you know And i think it's important
0: yeah and i definitely have i talked to a lot of people who are like whoa that's like that's what you charge like that's crazy i'm like well then like that's not my ideal we're buy. just not a fit you no know, it's just not yeah yeah because you can go and get you know a logo for you know 200 bucks i've done back in the day i did a lot of 200 logos it's like how i yeah you know ended up kind of where yeah, i am you have to practice and get good at it um like anything else
1: but
2: and i think too you kind of get what you pay for i mean oh, with 100%. a lot of things in life with everything I think with it's everything. everything come on I've, yeah for it's sure. not a
1: lot of things it's everything it is Right. I mean, there's (laughs) no, but there's certain things we all like in life. We all are going to go, we're going to cheap out on because we don't give a shit. Right. Right. You just don't really care. And then there's other things where it's like, like, you know, you could probably go buy this mug somewhere that has a logo on it that says like Louis Vuitton and pay like $500, or we just get it on wherever the hell you got Amazon and pay $10. And maybe
2: the Louis Vuitton is going to last forever. And this is going to last for like, you just want it to say Louis
1: Vuitton if somebody picks it up because you want to be cool or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So-, so we, so we like met you through social media. Right. Um, which is weird, right? This day. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty common and that's, what's cool. And I think that's why also like having you here is important because I think you're being active on it, mm-hmm. which I a hundred percent think everybody should be. How is that like helping your business? Like, are you like, what's like, are you using that? Like, are you kind of all in is, are you, what do you do to get business? But is like, what's the percentage that probably comes from social media?
0: That's a great question. Um, so Like about, I would say like five or six years ago when I was kind of just starting out, like my, my business started as a side hustle. I was working full time at San Diego magazine as a graphic designer and I was doing this on the side. Um, and at that point it was all referrals. So it was just like, Hey, you know, I, people would reach out, you know, I heard that you did so-and-so and like, that was it. I mean, you know what a referral is. Um, and then like gradually over time, as I've just put more effort into, um, my own website in terms of SEO, um, obviously, you know, social media is a big part of it now, but it's cool because I would say it's probably a pretty even breakdown between like referral, um, my website. So that would be like SEO, uh, Instagram, Yelp. And did I say Google already? No. Yeah. So I would Google AdWords. No, No, I don't even advertise just like just people finding my website okay. through like a Google search,
1: and do you do all your own stuff, or you have a th- I like do. something? Okay, yeah, you do, love it. and you taught yourself. Yes, how'd you teach yourself? Just YouTube, um,
0: podcasts, <laughs> a lot of uh, just like books and. I mean, there's so much information online for free that like it's I yeah. couldn't even really pinpoint. I, I mentioned Jenna Kutcher. I've been listening to her podcast and reading her blog a lot, but that's only really within, been within the last few months I discovered her. So I've been implementing a lot of her strategy now. But I totally yeah. looked her up last
2: night after your post. Yeah, so. she's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's great though. It's it's really really nice to be in a place where like like I said, obviously the referral business is always good, and there's definitely something to say, like to be said for someone who comes through a referral there, it's usually a friend of a friend or something. So you kind of know, like, they're probably going to be a legit lead where, you know, versus like Yelp, you get some, some pretty random inquiries. And, um, but yeah, just to be at that place where I feel like it's pretty like spread across those different platforms makes me feel like I'm doing that stuff at least well enough to keep myself booked. That's good.
1: Yeah. And yeah, the nice thing about a referral, especially in your business, is hopefully they'll like set an expectation. The person like, right? This is why I hired you. I wasn't going for like, you know, can I get the cheapest? Exactly. You know, the, the right. best bang for my buck. It's like I wanted something like you said that can last ten years, twenty years, whatever. Right? Yeah.
2: There's already some trust there, right? Because exactly, it's like, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, it's like they've already kind of been vetted. Whereas the yeah. other, you know, people that. But I've had some amazing, I mean, you guys are an example. I've had, I met some really, really cool, very legit people through Instagram. That's awesome. Um, through Google, through, yeah. I don't, I don't do, Um. well, we'll go into that in a minute. I was going to talk about other social media platforms, but. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it's, it's, I was just saying too, like you're a lot more active on Instagram now too. And it's like. I found, like we were saying, my chiropractor, we found you through Instagram, and it's because when I see somebody else mention you, like I think it was Skinny Confidential that we found you through. Right. Um, mentioned you, and then I go like stalk your page, and I start looking at your posts. And we kind of already felt yeah, like we that. knew each other. I, I felt like right. I, I'm totally oh, I You're such, a I'm such a stalker. Such um, a stalker. I just like to kind of like a stalker. yes, I just want to see what people are doing and stuff. And so I already felt like I kind of knew you a little bit. And so it was yeah. funny because when we met, yeah. Kenny was like, "Oh my god, this is totally the girl. Like you guys could like be friends." And Aww. and it's it's kind of like we have a similar style. Like I just knew it from mm. already looking at your page, and then I felt like I knew you a little bit. It just from seeing you kind of like interact right so that's i think well
1: she walked in here in and way. like she saw her yeah. office so like yeah. like we said vibe is really yeah. important yeah. it just it doesn't matter like even if people are doing real estate there's certain people are like they wanted like hey we want to cheap out on this and that we're like yeah we're probably not the person to hire because we like to do things right we're not right. gonna yeah. half-ass the part, but we just don't yeah. totally. so we're just like we can give you somebody else that wants to do the you know
2: right totally yeah, so I, I kind of wanted to ask you, like, why branding is so important. Because, again, like, those people who want to cheap out and they don't think right. it's, like, an important other part of their business, like, what's your kind of, like, two-minute spiel on sure. why it's so important?
0: Um, I mean, I I'm such a believer in first impressions. I really think that you only get one, and I think that it better be damn good because there's – everything is oversaturated. There's a million people doing everything. So if you, yep. you know, like for example, if say you saw me on the skinny confidential, but then you look at my Instagram and I'm posting a bunch of like hideous branding or ugly, you know what I mean? Right. Like that was the first impression. Like that's, then you get it one time. And usually I think for a couple seconds, yeah, like if I'm five. looking at, yeah, if I'm looking you know, for something online, like if I go to a website and it doesn't look super nice, I'm immediately clicking away and going somewhere else that does. So, you know, I think that's really kind of what it comes down to. And then, um, there's also the side of like wanting you know to convey uh, the personality um, of you know whether it's a business or a blog or whatever it is you're doing. you know, there's a million different ways to portray yourself, and I think that your brand identity is a huge part of that from the colors, you know, there's gonna be certain colors that are gonna attract younger people, older people, um, and same with you know fonts and all the other elements. So, Uh, yeah, I just, it's, to me, it's just, it's your ultimate first impression. And like I said, you want it to be damn good or why even like do whatever it is that you're doing.
2: I agree. And I think that people now there's so many different options and everybody's kind of having to put their best foot forward and put themselves out there. Everybody's so accessible now. So you kind of have to figure out how you're going to stand out from everyone else. It's just not, like, we're kind of going away from that, like, finding someone in the newspaper or, like, you know, the (laughs) mom-pop sort of thing. No, but there's, like, a lot. I know, it's just funny that In our business especially, there's a lot of the, like, mom-pops, we call them, like, Uh super old school. Like, they probably will never look at Instagram or whatever. But even still, like, even though they're not on Instagram or wherever, there's still, like, a vibe. Like, even everything that you kind of put out there you have to try and attract people now. Cause again, like why would somebody come to me over going to some other company or go to right. you versus going to someone else? Like we kind of have to showcase that. And yeah. I mean, it's so critical now yeah. more than ever. I feel like.
1: No, I think you said it before, whoever said it, like when you're, when, especially now with social media and stuff and that's what we're doing. Like when we, when we said, okay, like we sold a business, a property manager, we're like, we got rid of that. We're like, we're going to actually do marketing. But I was like, I'm not I, I don't want to do it traditionally. So that's why I went and saw Gary Vee and I was like, I, I want to do it differently. Yeah. And when I saw it, when Chris was like, you got to check this Gary Vee guy out. And I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. I like his approach, how you use social media because I can do it my way. Yes. I don't have to like, here's a postcard and you only get five letters. Th- it exactly. doesn't work. So you can like whatever you want to put on on social – That's who you're going to be. And that's why I think it's like you said, what you put on there, you might not really think about, but if you, the bigger you get, people are going to go back and keep looking at all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you're super inconsistent and all over the fucking place, you're going to have a problem. Right. And so I think even with messages that we talk about, so people can easily identify with you, build a rapport pretty quickly. And with branding, they're obviously going to look at your stuff.
0: Right. Like if
1: you suck, you're, I mean, it's going to be a problem.
0: Yeah. I mean, the way that social media has come and it's social media has had such a huge role in, um, like the way that people are now focusing more on becoming a personal brand versus like, you know, we've talked about this before, like merging, you know, like it used to be like, okay, here's my business Instagram. Here's my personal one. Like now I'm just like, it's one and the same, like I am who I am. And you know, this is what I do for work, but this is also me as a person. And I think that's become, and that goes, you know, ties in with Gary V and
2: remember when like influencers that are, remember when like you would have an impl- or like, let's say you had a job working at San Diego Magazine, maybe, mm-hmm. or before that, and you're like, I don't want people to get my Facebook account oh, yeah, because was, I don't want them to see. Oh, yeah. It's so it's opposite it's all like now. college stuff and yeah. just whatever. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's like, the, exactly, it's the yeah. exact opposite. It was like, don't let anybody, you know, know that I have.
2: That I went and got drunk last night yeah. or, you <laughs> yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so funny because now it's like the polar opposite. It's kind of yep. like, well, here's me. Take it or leave it. Exactly. You know? so, but I kind
0: of love that. I it's, love that. It's more honest. And- yeah.
1: If you don't like it, then don't follow somebody. <laughs> right. I mean,
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: Before we kind of jump into like um, – I want to dive in a little bit more like when you do branding, how you like how you kind of like put your – like with, hey, I need you branding for this cup, like how you <laughs> approach it. Like um, if somebody – Doesn't have the money, right? Because a lot, like a lot of people, just don't have the money to hire you. It's just like it's just the reality. They're like, I'm not going to rack up the credit card. I don't have the money, but I want to start this little company. And everybody's trying to be an entrepreneur or the side hustle or something like you did. Um, Any recommendations for somebody? Just as like you know, with branding and stuff like that, you can recommend how somebody could just try to get a a logo or their identity. You know, like you call your identity brand like built like cheap. Yeah. Like I cheap. mean,
0: I guess like my advice would be rather than trying to go cheap on it. Cause there are definitely discount options. I mean, there's websites where you can go and like pay, I don't even know, like a hundred bucks and get some, <laughs> I'm guessing it's like clip art put yeah. together by somebody. Yeah. But, um, yeah. what I've kind of done, cause I've, I've definitely talked to people before. They're like, it's a little out of my budget. Um, I am flexible. Like I'll have people do like a payment plan. Um, oh, you know, okay. depending That's on cool. the size of the project, but like, For example, say it's like a $5,000 project. Um, I'm like, okay, pay me $1,000 a month for the next five months. And like, we'll, you know, we'll do the project at the normal cool. And then, and that's worked out really well, uh, with a few people. It's a little bit, um, you know, there's always a little bit of risk there. Oh, for sure. (laughs) You know, I have people sign contracts and I, I hope for the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's one option. And then um, I've also had people be like, "I'm gonna save up and come back." And I've had people do that, like six yeah. months later, they're like, "Okay, I'm gonna set aside, you know, I, now I know how much it costs. I'm gonna set aside this much of my paycheck," and they come back later. Um, so I mean, those would be more of the ideal approach in my mind. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there are definitely, you know, or I guess the alternative, if you really just don't like, you just know you don't want to spend like what my price point is, you could find good designers who just are less experienced and who maybe don't really like necessarily know their worth yet. Sounds bad, but like I no, said, that's reality, I did yeah. a ton of $200 logos, you know, six years ago because I was and I, at the time I was stoked. I was working full time and like these were random little freelance gigs. I was like, dude, like 200 bucks are in there. Like I was stoked. So I yeah. think, you know, there's, and you me- just have to do some.
2: You do so much more than just a logo, though. Right? Because like, we right. had that right before you. I was just like not happy with the direction we were going with our logo, and then when we hired you, I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is way more. Like I got colors and fonts <laughs> right. and you know yeah. idea boards and yeah, it's a whole system. vibe. I got everything." Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is like too when people are coming to you, I don't even think I think you provide something that people who aren't in your business weren't even expecting to get yeah. and then they get it and they're like, Oh, this is what I paid for. You're like, no, you're not paying whatever five grand right. for a logo. You're getting like all these other things exactly. that are going to help you like for the future yeah. with your business at any kind of like marketing branding that you're p- trying to do.
1: No, I, I, I and it's nice when you send it off to somebody that's like designing shirts. And I'm like, Oh shit. This is like, they know it's professional, which is a compliment right. to you. So mm-hmm. with that, like being said, like quickly, um, I know you could talk about it for probably an hour. Like when, when we hired you, for example, I know there's some things you asked from us, but how do you, how do you start? How do you back into it? How do you get your mind there? Like, how do you create it all? Like, sure. how do you, and what do people get with you? You know? Right.
0: So if you're talking specifically about my, I call it the ultimate brand identity package. Okay. um, Is that what we got or no? Yes. Okay, cool. I don't know. I might've changed the name since then, but it's Um, the ultimate. So yeah, I'd like to put it kind of in a nutshell. uh, I start with a little bit of, you know, research. So that's essentially that long ass questionnaire that you guys filled out where I ask about both, you know, aesthetic stuff and also like business goals, um, stuff like that but just so that I really have a very firm understanding of your business, you know, mm-hmm. what you're trying to do, why why you're hiring me as well as like the visual direction that you want it to go. Okay. And then um I will typically have clients do a collaborative Pinterest board, which means they're pinning stuff, I'm pinning stuff, and that's mostly because I you know, I really think a picture is a thousand words. A lot of times people know what type of typography they like or imagery, but they don't know how to describe it or even colors. Like they're like, oh, well, I like blue, but it's like blue could be that, or it could be, you know, a million different colors. So that's where the, the Pinterest board comes into play. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as far as the rest of the process, I've just really kind of been fine tuning it over the last like five or six years. So now it's, it's really kind of set in stone. Like everybody, even, no matter what the business is, like everybody pretty much gets the same thing. And then um, if they want to swap something out, that's fine. So, like for like, say somebody doesn't want a letterhead, but they're doing a restaurant, so they need a menu. Like, I'm flexible in okay, terms cool. of stuff like that. That's but, true. But as far as like the the basic like bread and butter of it, you're getting your logo, um, variations of the logo, um, the color palette, the supplemental fonts, patterns, textures, um, and then a set of icons. So that's kind of like what's in. I think you did Every business time. cards. And yes, and then the, like that. yeah, business card. Yeah, there's more to it than that, but that's like the when I'm talking about like the actual brand elements, it would be that. And then yes, I do include the business cards. Uh, you get a style guide. You get all the information so that if you you know need to hire another designer, even though I don't know why you would, but if you want to use another yeah. designer, you have all that like at your fingertips, so you don't have to like you know be trying to figure out like oh well what's you know like I have like the the numbers and everything for the colors and provide you with the file the actual files for the font so you can install them yourself.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, you did some shirts for me. Because mm-hmm. it's like you just think like oh I'll go on and do shirts but honestly like I didn't want to spend seventeen hours to figure out how to do a shirt right and you know once you trust somebody it's pretty easy to be like she'll just do it better than I can anyways and say <laughs> well, that it was the first
2: hour. thing we asked Gretchen to do was like a yeah t-shirt we did a T shirt
0: it's
1: yeah. kind of like a test and then you're like oh I thought we did a T shirt I was kind of like just testing
0: yeah no that's actually really smart and people don't do that very often but that's yeah. a really good idea be- to like
1: because a lot of it was yes. not even just to test what you do it's like how fast you do it how mm-hmm. you do it, it was the, it was the whole thing you know yeah. and then when I realized okay you professional for how
0: someone even communicates
1: Yeah, exactly and then when you know you're professional i'm like okay we can work with this person we can refer Mm because you know crystal that's what you're looking for too so we wanted to move absolutely
2: yeah we had never like i don't think i've ever actually i mean not that i was trying so hard before but i mean with the logos that we've done and like the business like different marketing people we've met with over the years like i I don't think we've ever met anybody that like we had as good of a vibe with like ever so yeah yeah that's a great
1: compliment um so quickly like I, what I was kind of fascinated when we started working with you was the whole Pinterest thing and how, like, mm-hmm. I know you're really big on the Pinterest and pushing that yeah. just because there's a lot of value there for your business right. besides Pinterest. Cause I want to talk about that for a minute. What's your favorite social platform right now? What are you mainly using? And then after that, can you kind of dive into like, I feel like when I talked to you, I was like, wow, I think people really undervalue Pinterest the way you're describing right. it to us.
0: Sure, so um, I'm the only two social platforms I use at all now are Instagram and Pinterest. Wow. Um, I'm no longer on Facebook. Uh, I never used Snapchat I never did Twitter. So do you even have a LinkedIn account? I do have, I do okay, have a LinkedIn okay.
2: account. You're not too active. It's like a resume. I'm, not, I'm not on it.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like if somebody wants to look me up and like see, like, oh, did she ever have You're a like, I'm
1: so. not going to add Johnny, uh, yeah, the realtor. I sorry. Have any, I can't yeah. even say I've
0: logged into it in the last, like, two years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know what's on there. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, I do have that. But, um, yeah, as far as Pinterest goes uh, – just based on some podcasts I've listened to and some blogs I've read, I felt like there was kind of a missed opportunity. I was using Pinterest in the way I think most people do, which was like pinning recipes, pinning cute outfits. Um, and then I would definitely, you know, like pin, like I just, just, things that were inspiring to me in terms of design, but I wasn't using it to promote my own business at all. I was just kind of using it as like a way to save stuff um, in a way that'd be easier to access. Uh, but then I started, you know, through these people, I listen to podcasts, et cetera. Um, realizing that if you are creating content, which I was kind of already doing in terms of like my Instagram and also I have a blog, um, like to be more active on there, but I, I am writing stuff pretty regularly. So I started, um, creating pins that link to my website. Um, so, you know, there's like a specific ratio and then, you know, so say if I write a new blog post, I think the most recent one I wrote was, uh five questions to ask a branding specialist before you hire them. So I would just start creating pins with like either a picture of me or just, you know, text only and um, create like five or six different ones, then put them in there. um, Have it linked to that part of my blog and then add a bunch of keywords and um, basically just do that anytime I create content. And then that's how people will, you know, say someone's looking for branding or just whatever they might be looking for on there. They come across that boom, they're on your website. Next thing you know, like if they like, you know, you can from the blog, you can go to the portfolio and if they're interested, then they can reach out that way. And I have noticed, um, it's crazy. Like I forget the number, but at one point I looked at my Google analytics in the last couple months and it was like 10% of the traffic to my website was from Instagram, which I was shocked how low that was. And like 70% of it was from Pinterest.
2: And I was like, damn, wow. Well, it's true because I use Pinterest for the exact thing that you used to use it for, like pinning recipes or, like, if I need to try to find a cute outfit or, like, holiday decorations or... Like style of style my <laughs> yeah. bookshelf or something yeah. like things like that, and then you always click through. Yeah, you to, always go through because it goes yeah. straight to the website. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, so. and I'm always hoping because actually, I hate when you click something on Pinterest and I want to like buy it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't link you and to something. Broken. It, yes. And they're getting
0: better. I've, at yeah. least what I've heard is that they're getting better at like getting rid of like that,
2: so like really
0: cleaning that stuff out so that doesn't happen. Because so they're much.
1: understanding the value in it now, right? Because they're yeah, yeah, and they're
0: yeah, they just they want people using it to like whether it doesn't you know do, like for me it's like I'm a service-based business and like I want it to link to my blog because I want people to like basically attracted to that content marketing. But like, you know, it's the same thing if say if somebody, you know, puts a product on there, like you want it to go to the right place so you can buy it. Like you don't just be wasting people's time looking at stuff <laughs> yeah, that they right. can't buy or do or, just leading nowhere. Right.
1: So. I remember like Houston over something. I don't know how long when you posted our stuff up there. You uh, emailed something. <clears throat> I don't pay attention. It was like 29,000 views. You're like, holy smokes. Yeah. So I was like, Your holy guys, crap.
0: The the Pacific um, brand board is like one of my top viewed that's and so like funny pins. That's crazy. And that
1: so was fun. like a week or days yeah. or something. I don't even know. Yeah. Like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Um, what do you think, think, like, businesses are missing with branding in your opinion? Like, like I mean, I know some you're doing, yeah, I know you're doing restaurants. You've mm-hmm. done like, like I know you're doing restaurants and like some fashion stuff and like hairdressing and yeah. bars and things like that. Like when you walk into business, I know you're looking at their stuff, For right? Sure. Cause you know, you are, you're like, look at this thing sucks. Just right. like we look at the like, like cheap floors and that's how <laughs> right we are. We're just yeah. different. So yeah. what do you think people are missing when it comes to branding?
0: Um, I mean, any, okay. So like the larger companies are nailing it, right? You go into Apple, it's like, of course, they everything, can afford everything it. is perfect. Yeah. Um, but I would say like, if it's like a smaller business, like a restaurant, I would just say like cohesiveness, um, you know, you see maybe like one menu is in one font and another thing is in another, and you've got like, you know, some colors here and some colors there and they don't match the wall, stuff like that. Just like where like the graphic design might not necessarily be matching the visuals or the, yeah, the physical space, um, just in, like inconsistencies, like I would say, is probably the one thing, and that's where like with the package, having all those other elements is really important because I agree it prevents with that for sure. it prevents you from having those like trying to kind of guess every time. Like anytime someone's designing something, they're like, "Oh well, I don't." They don't have a style guide, so I'm just going to use this, and then you know the next thing is like has a totally different
2: look, and things get lost, and that's where you start.
0: Looking really immature.
2: I never really thought about that, but because you gave us that style guide, even when we're doing videos or things, it's like, I give that style guide to, to whoever's like doing like the design for that to yeah. say like make sure you use this font because I I have no, to stop so myself smart. now. No, like, that's really smart. These though. are the fonts we have to use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? No, she's yeah. now gotten yeah. stricter on it because yeah. like
1: you said, you yeah. everything looks great and you're like, this looks like crap. it's like we didn't so. take
2: the time to go through this whole process. Right, exactly. To not use it, right, yeah. Right. And not implement it yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So it, but it does like you kind of have to stop yourself and think like, mm-hmm. no 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 I don't and, and it's kind of cool though because it takes the guesswork out. You're like, no, I don't need to look for the perfect font. It's right there. Exactly.
0: And it seriously makes it easier. Even yeah. for myself as, as a designer, like if I did a brand identity for, you know, a restaurant and then they hire me to do a menu, like there's – I don't have to like rethink about that. It's already been determined. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely – it
2: like it saves a lot of time. Very cool. So like what is – what are some of your biggest struggles? Because one of the things that – I did, we didn't hmm. mention just yet is you've kind of, you've been in business for what, like three and a half years for your, by yourself, three and a half years this yeah. month by yeah. myself. Yes. <laughs> awesome. That's Congratulations. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Entrepreneurship. So it, yeah. And yeah. So then all of us, like as being kind of business owners, if there's somebody's like looking to become an entrepreneur, I just kind of want to know, like, especially cause that's the, everybody says it's like such a fancy word right now. Everybody wants to be like an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but what are kind of the biggest struggles that you had in starting your business? Sure. Um, I honestly,
0: I've been super, super lucky. I don't know if like luck is the right word. Um, I feel like I set myself up to, to do pretty well. And I I also um, did this once prior and failed in the sense that like, so I had been working full time, um, shortly after college and I didn't save any money, but I was starting to get side jobs and so I got really like cocky and was like, I, could, all in. Like, I could do this. So I went all in. Like I had like, you know, 500 bucks in my bank account and I was like, I'm just going to do it. I quit my job, but like, whatever, you know, I'm actually yeah. kind of glad I did it because I think then the second time around, I just like really knew what to do. But yeah, so I actually made it, I was doing pretty well for like a year and then I had like a couple so months, which still always happens. But when you have nothing saved and you have two so months, I'm like, okay, I'm like, screwed. I need to go get a fucking job. So that's how I ended up at San Diego yeah. Magazine. And that was, uh, you know, a really cool experience too. I was there for about a year, but the whole time I was there, like f- even from, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but whatever, um, <laughs> they're cool. Uh, from the day I started that job, I knew that I was saving money to eventually quit. So they know, like, they know, they probably knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it was cool. I learned stuff there and, um, but yeah, so I kind of knew that I wanted to just, you know, go back to freelancing. It's just, you know a lot of she saved up more money. It. So that time I saved 10 grand
1: <laughs> and
0: yeah. then I was like, I can have two so months now and I'm not going to like,
1: die. what do I always tell people?
0: Yeah.
2: I think that's the biggest
0: thing. That's really. my biggest advice. People always ask like, Oh, I'm like, I have a side hustle. I'm going to quit my job. And they're always like, what should I do? And I'm like, I can't tell you like how to like run your business or do this not other, but save ten grand. I can tell you that. Yeah, like have yeah. a plan. Yeah, like just exactly <laughs> yeah. six months'
1: expenses yeah. are a plan. Like <laughs> yeah. no, that's 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 just yeah. I mean, Chris, and I mean, and yeah. that ten
0: grand is not going to last very long if you don't have a lot of business already yeah. too. Like, but that's like I'm just saying as like you know, and every it, people's numbers would be different depending on their lifestyle or whatever. Oh, absolutely. But like just for me, that was like the cushion that I needed that I knew. And I had, you know, I had enough consistent clients that I was like, you know, not even trying to touch that. I just knew I needed to have something there so that I wouldn't end up in back in the exact same position where I felt like I had to go and take the first job I could get, which was a terrible feeling. It happened to be a very cool job at a good company, yeah. So I was very lucky there, yeah. but that isn't always the case.
2: Yeah, totally. And that's I think,
1: smart. I mean, that's yeah. good. You learn that because a lot of people yeah. that are, I mean, Crystal's been which I'll be able to know she's been on her own since she's 19 self-employed which is crazy and and she's done really really well Um, she had a lot of success but you know I always tell people like I'm like my number one rule is if you're going to go out is have six months or you're like what I'm like trust me and the Mm -hmm. other thing is is keep your damn overhead low just live like you're poor and yeah. when you start making money do not bring it up just yeah, keep just
0: keep your lifestyle where focus it at, more on where your you business
1: can. and just keep going 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 and then one day you can step it up you know and that's that's,
0: that's actually great advice too and that's something I definitely like lived by that, but I haven't really thought about that as advice before, but it's so true. Like I didn't get an office space until May of this year. So smart. I was in business for like nearly three years and I was working at home, even though like I could afford the space. I just did, I wanted to keep everything.
1: And I see you run out your desk and stuff because you're, you're smart. Like, yeah, Like, you just... I don't know. That's why I tell people, just keep your overhead low because, you know... And even
0: now, like, my my workspace is very, very affordable. Like, I could probably be paying twice to three times what I'm paying. And I'm just like, nope. I want it. I want everything to be. Well, and that's that's the thing, too,
2: because I think when you're also a new business... um, and, And even as your business grows and you have even had more time, um, as a business owner, but you're always having to kind of reinvest in your business. So it's like, you really kind of need to keep those funds there as well to kind of keep investing in your growth, you know? Yeah. And I mean, the
0: last thing you want to do is like go into a bunch of debt, starting a new business when, you
2: know, the whole point is you're trying to like go the opposite way. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So do you have any tips aside from like saving money? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like that. I don't know. It's kind of it's hard. Like I, I love seeing like this trend of people being more entrepreneurial, starting businesses. But I just I feel like for each person, it's kind of your own path, and it's it would be hard for me to give any advice other than like the financial stuff because. I just I feel like what might work for somebody might totally not work for somebody else like I agree with that. You know, even I like yep. I could be like oh, well, you know, I use Instagram and Pinterest, but for somebody else like fa- like Facebook, Facebook they're might killing be like, Facebook. Like, Yeah, yeah. Or like whoever their demographic is, they might like wherever their target audience, they might not be on on Instagram and Pinterest. Like I know, you know, the type of clients that I get
2: for the most part I have a lot of female clients, like they're definitely on Instagram and Pinterest for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um I agree. I think it depends on the business. And I think to that end, you, you just like whatever business it is that you're going into, mm-hmm. you really have to do that research because, for example, like our business isn't going to do as well on Instagram because oh, we're sure. a financial company. Yeah. So like we're better off on Facebook. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, or so even LinkedIn. Like, right. And LinkedIn. Where to focus. Right.
1: We're right. going to do it all. But yeah. Yeah, right.
2: Like, we love Instagram, yeah, so that's why we'll do more of it. But yeah. it's not necessarily going to be like growing the business right. as much as maybe Facebook would, for example. Yeah, that yeah. totally makes so sense. I think, yeah, I think, yeah.
0: And, and that's the thing with social media, too. For a long time, I was trying to be on every platform. I was like, Twitter like came out. I'm like, oh, God, now I have to do this. And then, like, another Snapchat came out. I'm like, oh, now I have to do this. And then at some point, I read something that someone was like, you know, like, especially if you're using it for business, which is my primary use of it. Um, like fi- pick the ones that you like, pick the ones that you want, that your target audiences like focus on those and like screw the rest. So that's why now, yeah. like I'm not, you know, I don't even, I'm not on Facebook anymore.
2: I'm not on you know any, anything else
0: because, and these two are working for me.
2: You know, yeah, really totally. well. So, and ideally, like I know Gary Vee and everybody else will say, like, be on every platform. But like, what people don't see are the like twenty six people behind Gary Vee that are exactly. like working on. No, you know, just so literally like,
1: just for yeah, him when I was yeah, there, it's like twenty six yeah. people working for him, and people were like, yeah, and that have, was amazing yeah, yeah. So
2: who knows how many he has? Yeah, if you have twenty six people doing your social media. Of I'm course, you should go yeah. be on yes. every platform. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so one hundred percent. But yeah, when you're like kind of running the show yourself, it's like. You know, that's funny, right? I think that's the thing. I think people have to kind of wrap their heads around too, because that was the one thing. Like, for example, when we wanted to start this podcast, I like went back to some of the people that we really adore, like the the Gary V for Mm -hmm. one, and Skinny Confidential. Like, I literally went back to their very. Kenny went back to Gary V's very first podcast, like like his YouTube videos. Uh And then I went to back to Skinny Confidential's, like, very first podcast. Yeah. And you just get to see, like, wow, they've come a long way since yeah. then. And, like, it's okay that I'm smaller and I can't have, like, the big production right. in the beginning. Like, yeah. we'll get there. But they didn't just start, start there no, We all started yeah. That's what I tell people.
1: you got to you know? start, right? 100%. Like, when I was with Gary, the biggest fight is... Yeah, that just would, fucking get started. He's yeah, like, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that start. Quit talking should. about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's what you say.
0: entrepreneurs, is, that would – yeah. That, like, keep your job. Start.
1: Do your side hustle. Yeah. If that, you're scared to yeah. work hard, then you're never going to be an entrepreneur anyways. Right. It's too much work. Then just stay right. nine to five. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so to wrap up, like – so what's next for Gretchen? What you're focused on? Like what's – over sure. the next year or two, what do you see?
0: Yeah, so um, – I'm really, really like happy with where things are at right now. I'm actually working on three restaurants at the moment, which is awesome. wow. super exciting. That's gonna like almost some really
2: trendy, cool restaurants Thank you.
0: too. There's somebody yeah. coming in. Like Barbusa, too. we love Barbusa I and love you Barbusa. did all their stuff. Yeah. Little, like, yeah, all it's their so, good. so yeah, so that's really exciting. Um the I guess one of the things that's kind of on my like goals list for the beginning of next year is uh I was um approached by Skillshare to start teaching classes on there. So, so, sweet. so I really want to do that. I would probably be teaching like Photoshop, Illustrator, and then um, potentially maybe like some social media stuff Good too. for you, but yeah, they they reached out like a couple months ago. I immediately was like, yes, I'm gonna do it. And then I just kind of booked up with client stuff. So I was like, okay, like I'm gonna have to like actually carve out time to to do that and make it a priority. But the cool thing is, is like once that's done, it will be passive income because you just record the class like so once, cool. and then you make money every time somebody watches it. Yeah. So sales funnel. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I need to do. But I, yeah, so that's, that's definitely fancy. at the top of my my list for next year. But other than that, I mean, just you know, kind of continue with what I'm doing, you know, obviously keep trying to get, you know, more clients. I don't even want to say bigger and better clients because yeah. my clients are great. It's like, I
2: don't even want to like insult them in that way, but <laughs> 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 you, know, you know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's really exciting. The Skillshare is really cool because I just I know we're wrapping up, but the one thing that Kenny and I were just listening to is about like sales funnels and click. Funnels I and all that. that. so you definitely was, have to check that out. Once yeah. you get your course I was set up, her off about yeah. That. yeah, and just
0: just yeah. creating more like yeah. materials that you can sell again for you know. So exciting! Yeah,
1: cool, cool. Well, thanks, well, thanks so for much. Coming, coming in. On.
0: Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah. Okay, this was cool, really fun. awesome, cool.